the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Oh, yes, it is. Hello, Texans, and welcome to the program as we edge closer to the start of training camp, whatever that might be, because we don't really have an official date yet. But welcome in as we have a lot to talk about tonight. Breaking news, Fauci bounced his ceremonial pitch, and a lot of people have that one happening. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you, joined by the General John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. General, how's it going? It's going great, Mark. How are you? Well, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. And, uh, you know, throughout our visits here during the lockdown period, sheltering in place, whatever you want to call it, uh, you've often been what I describe as the grim reaper of the National Football League, but you have to be a whole lot more optimistic now. I know 610 was running a promo with you being a whole lot more optimistic, and I know the preseason has been offered up by the owners, but what are your latest thoughts, General, as we get oh so close to actual practices? Uh, actual practices are going to be guys running around in shorts and T-shirts for 30 days if the players get their way, the, no pads, the owners the owners want it 20 days, so really all we're going to see is guys running around getting in shape, which they should have been doing while they were on their own. So we're not going to see what we actually call practices for at least a month. And uh, without any preseason games, rosters be reduced. More than 320, 300 players are going to get cut as soon as they finalize that 80-man roster and hit the streets after never meeting their coaches full-time. And there's still so many things to be agreed on, especially the financial part. A lot of teams have moved back their reporting date for their rookies and their veterans. So coaches are waiting to see what they can do, uh, what they can do when they're able to go out and conditioning. How many people can be on the field at the same time? How many can be in a facility at the same time? And I'm told that Energy uh, Stadium, which I haven't seen in months, and uh, I don't know if you guys are going over there or not. It's unrecognizable uh, behind the scenes because of everything that they've been able to do to prepare for the protocols installed by, uh, implemented by the NFL and its medical experts. So I'm eager to see it when that time comes, possibly uh, near the end of next week. Johnny? Yeah, General, it is definitely, I can vouch for the fact that it definitely is, is different. Visually, um, what you have to do when you go to various places, what you don't have to do is touch a door. Yes, NRG Stadium is going to be somewhat recognizable. Ray Claridge, um, Jeff Kaplan, Jack Easterby, those guys have done a a tremendous job. General, are you surprised at all that the the NFL and the NFLPA have gotten, as Mark and I like to say, they've gotten so many yeses, um, especially as it pertains to the health protocols, have you been surprised by that, or are you thinking it's about on track? This is about the time you expected them to have some agreement in some sense on the health uh, as it pertains to COVID-19. Absolutely not. I'm not surprised. Owners always go near the end before they make concessions. Like there were people that thought the Twitter uh, launch by star players on Sunday had something to do 
with the owners giving in on no preseason games. The owners have known they're going to not have preseason games for weeks. It's part of negotiations. You act like you're pulling teeth to give it up when you know you're going to give it up because you want financial concessions from the union, and and they'll get them. If there's one game played, players get paid their full salaries. If there's no season, they don't, and nobody's been threatening not to come in. You know, the way it is, and uh, bioreference has that big mobile unit out in the parking lot where everybody gets tested. I'm amazed that baseball does not have this, where you can get results in 24 hours. Juan Soto, the great outfielder for the Nationals, uh, had a test on Tuesday, played on Tuesday, was around players from two teams, and then finds out today, two days later, when they're opening the season, he tested positive and exposed all kinds of people, and I just don't understand that. I heard baseball's not even using nasal swabs. I don't. I can't imagine that's not true because everybody knows, even though nasal swabs are not perfect, they're the closest that you can get to an accurate test. And uh, so uh, the owners, it's to their advantage to have the NFL players as protected as they can possibly be. So, no, I knew that was coming. The part that's always the hardest is when it involves finances, and that's one of the things they're working on right now. John, what do you think about spreading it out over 10 years like the NFLPA reportedly wants as opposed to taking the big bite in the next couple of years? I believe it's actually nine years, and even though it's been reported as 10, and there's no way the owners are going for that. The owners are saying two years. Well, of course, they know that's not realistic. You'd have to cut all kind of players. They don't want to cut players. So somewhere there'll be a compromise in the middle. And uh, uh, I understand players wanting to do that almost over the life of the collective bargaining agreement and not uh, this next season. But uh, I just can't imagine the owners would go for that. And, uh, you know, we saw this week when the Green Bay Packers had to disclose their finances and their annual report to their to their owners, who are the fans, and they had $296 million from national TV money. And the new TV contract is coming up, new streaming rights, that amount of money is going to go up. So if that goes up, the cap is going to go up, but then because of losses, um, I've suffered during the pandemic, those those are not going to go up. I don't see the cap going down. You know, usually the cap goes up by $10 million. I could see it going up for by 2 or $3 million for several, maybe five years. But uh, I do not think it's going to, they're going to all of a sudden make the payer, players. And the owners suffer, too, if you got to cut, make hard decisions on good players. And so I just, I see somewhere in the middle. Well, why not spread it out, General? You just brought it up. I mean, the GMs cannot be thrilled with the prospect, especially this year. Can it really go down this year? I mean, this season, 2020, you got to go with what you have, right? I mean, everything's set. Everything's baked. 2021, maybe, but you're right. You're going to have to cut a lot of guys. You didn't plan for that. Why wouldn't the owners want to spread it out over as long a time as possible? I don't know. It's not going to go down this year. They don't want it to go down Next year, the players don't. They want to start it the year after that, where the owners want to go ahead and just absorb it and get it over with. But that's a negotiating strategy. There's no way it's going to be over a two-year period. As as for why it's not over the rest of the CBA, I have no idea why they wouldn't want to do that because we haven't heard anybody discuss it. They've been very closed-mouthed 
about it except for when they've done conference calls. And the only owner who's really disclosed anything was Mark Davis in an interview this week. And I'm sure the NFL didn't like that with him talking about the possibility of 16 games, no games. The league's trying to put a happy face on it and trying to be as positive as, as can be. That's one reason I'm sure we're going to be in Kansas City for that first game, and then they'll see what happens with positive tests. I've said this, and I fully believe it, that you needed a preseason game to see what would happen with players afterward. Even if you played all backup players, then you see how many test positive the next week, and it gives you an idea of what to expect for regular season. And now we're not going to know till the Chiefs and the Texans go out and bang on each other and bleed, sweat, spit, and then see the offshoot. Hopefully it won't be any players testing positive, or if it is, a minimal amount. And being honest, it's not how many, it's who. And the person that needs to be in a bubble is Deshaun Watson because the Texans could not afford to lose him for uh, two or three games. General, the football will start soon. I'm tired of talking about COVID-19, so let's move on to football. Drew Good. And I, Drew and I talked about this the other day on a podcast. We came up with four different types of players on the team, a rookie, a second-year guy, a new vet, free agent, signed or traded for, uh, and then an old standby, somebody that's been around for a while. And we talked about it from a curiosity standpoint. Now, I don't, you don't have to fit all four of those categories, but who are a couple of players that you're really curious about to see once training camp does indeed start, what are a few or who are a few players that you're really curious to see if maybe you haven't even seen them at all, be it a rookie or a new guy that's come in, who are you most curious to see? I wrote a column today about the Texas 80 man roster. It's on Texas sports nation. And then today's chronicle about uh, a lot of undrafted free agents are not going to make the teams. A lot of them are going to be cut here when the rosters are reduced to 80. Texans, I think, only have 85 players under contract. They were saving five for, I think, veteran free agents. And so uh, you'll have all these guys on the street, and that means guys like Arian Foster, Dylan Cole, Greg Mass, Brennan Scarlett, uh, guys like that, A.J. Boyer, would they have a chance to even make the practice squad if they'd never been on the field for their coaches when they were rookies and they turned it out to be five of the most valuable undrafted free agents in franchise history and in Foster's case, the greatest. And so I don't really care about the undrafted free agents. I want to see the draft choices. I've heard so much from people about Ross Blacklock, John Reed, John Grenard, those guys in the off-season program the virtual off-season program, which means they had to really impress their coaches with what they absorbed and how they talked talked it back to them on the virtual program because they weren't able to go it and transfer it from the locker, I mean, from the meeting room out onto the practice field like ordinary. So I want to see how far behind are those guys going to be. A player I'm really interested in seeing, and we're not going to really see him the regular season, Eric Murray. Eric Murray is a safety who would start today. He's only been a regular starter once. It was nine games. How does he fit in? Will they use more corners? You know, Lonnie Johnson, if he'd been out on the practice field and playing preseason games, he'd have played corner, and he would have played safety. Now, how do they How do they teach a guy a new position if he can't teach it on the field? To Holly Waring. 
I think we're all we're eager to see him in pads, eager to see him in joint practices, preseason games. We'll be unable to. And then on offense, the new receivers, Brandon Cooks and, and Randall Cobb. And then the player I believe is under the most pressure is David Johnson. David Johnson making $10.2 million. He came into the DeAndre Hopkins trade. A lot of people seem to think, like around the country, I saw one person ripping Bill O'Brien going, how could you trade DeAndre Hopkins? And this was this past week. For David Johnson, and I'm thinking, uh, you know, do your homework. They got Ross Blacklock. And they would they got Brandon Cooks because they wouldn't have traded their two for Cooks if they didn't have the two they got from the Cardinals. So really there's three players we need to keep up with that were involved in that trade. And David Johnson's at the top of the list. And let me ask you guys, two years ago he had almost 1,400 yards, rushing and receiving, he scored 10 touchdowns. Would you take that right now with him rotating with Duke Johnson? The fourteen hundred total yards, yes. Thank you, Monty. Absolutely. I will take and this and I'll walk away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And ten touchdowns. Absolutely you would ten take Ten touchdowns, it. yes. And that was in two thousand eighteen. The Texans are counting on Brandon Cooks and David Johnson to bounce back and play the way they played in two thousand eighteen. And I think if they're healthy, they will. You know, this offense can be prolific. Deshaun Watson has got a lot of receivers to throw to, and the only two issues, one injuries, and two, there's only one ball. Yep. And the other issue is, uh, well, you want to throw the uh, positive test factor into the injury equation. Uh, I'll go with that. John, and it would be interesting to backtrack and find out, would Arian have gotten cut if they had to chop it from 90 to 80 back then in 2009? I do not think he – he would have, excuse me, Mark, because Rick Smith had to give him a bigger signing bonus to keep him away from the Saints and the Jets. So I don't think he would have been in this cut because of money. But the key is, this is, as Bill O'Brien has said, and we'll say again when we get him next week, it's a veterans-type year. And so, therefore, would an undrafted free agent been able to even make the practice squad that year? And a good yeah. thing right now is the practice squad has been increased, and you better have a quarterback and you better have a kicker on it because if Kaimi Fairbairn were to test positive get hurt, who, John Harris going to run out there and kick? And the other yep. thing is you've got to have a quarterback. <laughs> to me, you have kept away from Watson and McCarron. Somehow keep him on another field throwing, have him zooming in on the meetings, because just in case one of them tested positive and they've been around the other one all the time, just the possibility you have to have another quarterback you could call on. We got one on the staff, TJ. TJ Yates. And, and General, we- I, can kick, I can kick about a 20-yard field goal, so you get me inside the five, <laughs> I can bang it home. You could have won the Buffalo game. See? I could have won the Buffalo game. That's right. We'll, we'll now involve the sideline reporter into this playoff game. Good. Not eligible, I don't think. Uh, but uh, this is it's interesting conversation. I think the uh, talented players ultimately find a way at least to get an early shot. It's interesting what you brought up with Arian, who, by the way, ultimately was cut anyway. I mean, he was cut in order to get onto the practice squad. You have to release a player. So he was out there for anybody to get really at one point, maybe just for a limited window. John, Tom Brady, the footage of him reporting today looked like combination Bigfoot video from a distance and arrest video from a distance. Uh, but Brady reported to the Bucks. What do you think is going to happen there? You think that's going to be a productive pairing, Brady and the Bucks in that division 
as it ultimately plays out this year? I think it would be quite interesting if Brady and all those players had continued to practice together, even though the union told them not to, defied the union and the team, of course. They didn't want them all together either. If See if any of those guys test positive. And, of course, the, to me, Brady is the best is the best story in the league now that Cam Newton has replaced him with Bill Belichick. That's another great story. I don't know if I've ever gone into a season, and this is 44, in which I've seen more storylines that could affect the season across the league with the looming dark cloud of the coronavirus, uh, that looming over everybody. And that's one reason this season is so interesting. I'm, I'm Every year at this time, I get fired up like it was my first training camp in 1977 in Nacogdoches with the Oilers. I'm, I'm, I want camp to not come, but then when right before it, I start to get fired up again, and there's a lot of things. I can't wait to see what happens with the Texans. I'm writing a column for Sunday. I see people picking the Colts and the Titans over the Texans. They're just looking for reasons not to pick the Texans, and 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 I don't understand the Colts. I see the Titans because of the way they played in the playoffs, but certainly not regular season. But to me, if you are if you won a division four times in five years and you got Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, you should be favored again. Yeah, yeah there's no question. General, if you were to pick the Titans, what separates the Titans and the Colts? If the Texans didn't win a division, something happened, they didn't win it, why would you, why would you favor the Titans over the Colts? Let me, let me say this, John. There's a lot of people nationally, writers, former players, they just love the Colts. They love Frank Reich and Chris Ballard. They are great guys. They're doing a tremendous job, but they've won one playoff game, uh, same as Bill O'Brien won last year, and yet people are just dying to have them in the playoffs. And Phillip Rivers is coming off the kind of year David Johnson and Brandon Cooks are coming off of, but people don't seem to be holding that against Rivers. We saw the Texans win in L.A. over Rivers and the Chargers last year, and maybe – Philip Rivers will bounce back and go to the Super Bowl, and it'd be a tremendous story uh, in his first year away from the Chargers. So I just don't see it with the Chargers. Maybe they had a great draft. I don't see how you can base improvement on a draft this year, considering the likely possibility that rookies are not going to contribute a whole lot for the first part of the year. It's hard for rookies to contribute anyway. Titans I can see because Derrick Henry – is 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 right now the best back in the league. He led the league in rushing. He makes their play action go. Ryan Tannehill got $118 million after 10 games, you know, and in the playoffs. And he was really good. So was Henry. So I can see people picking them if they just don't want to pick the Texans because they beat Baltimore and New England in the playoffs before losing at Kansas City. But I don't see uh, the Colts popping up and, and winning the division. Maybe they will, but on paper at least, I don't see it. John, what do you have going out of the Chronicle for us? Well, I have a column today. Aaron Wilson, I got two podcasts on Texas Sports Nation, and I've got that column Sunday about the AFC South and team, people looking for a reason to pick anybody but the Texans, and uh, we got another big package coming Sunday, and hopefully the NFL will allow teams to get out on the practice field and at least run around together for the first time since uh, last before the Kansas City playoff game when they prepared for that one. 
John, thanks so much for being with us tonight. We look forward to seeing you soon, and that might be in February, but we look forward to it. (laughs) Mark and John, thank you guys very much. Stay safe. All right, thank you. John McClain, Tier 2 Media. I'm Tier 3 or something, and John Harris is Tier 2 Non-Media, and I don't know what the heck's going on. Okay, next up, more likely to happen, Johnny. Let's have some fun. (laughs) Fauci blew the first pitch because he's been concentrating on coronavirus and not baseball. I once had to throw out a first pitch. I don't know if you ever did, Uh, but it is is a little – it makes you a little edgy. Uh, also, um, later on, just a, a quick comment or two from you. Um, I want to start going over some B movies here, like Roadhouse. Bad movie, good movie, or good bad movie? You tell me. That's in the final segment. It's all coming up tonight on Texans Radio. Download the Texans mobile app for news, videos, alerts, and more on your Houston Texans. Hyundai has always had your back, and now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai, the longer you look, the more there is to like. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Simple acts of kindness and community are more important than ever before. So Ashley Home Store is introducing the Ashley Cares Relief Program. We're offering 0% financing for 60 months with three-month payment assistance on qualifying purchases. Ashley Home Store is here to serve your furniture needs. Text Ashley to 797979 to set up a virtual appointment today or visit us online at ashleyhomestore.com. Proud sponsor of the Houston Texans, Ashley Home Store. This is home. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this, and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. He's in! Touchdown, Houston! This is Texans Radio. 
Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. With Houston Methodist Virtual Urgent Care, you can skip the drive and the waiting room and connect to our board-certified providers from your computer, tablet, or mobile phone. Virtual Urgent Care visits are available 24-7, no appointment needed, even on weekends and holidays. Now you can get the same trusted care you expect from Houston Methodist, wherever you are, whenever you need us. To learn more, visit HoustonMethodist.org. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice vs. LSU from a luxury suite this fall. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Texans play the Chiefs in exactly 50 days. Revenge of last year's embarrassing playoff exit is in sight. And taking down the Super Bowl champs on their home turf is the focus. Beat the Chiefs. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. It's Battle Red Radio. Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Here's more of Texans All Access. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Boy, it's been a busy day for me, and um, I actually barbecued some chicken for the family between the 5 and 6 hour. They weren't even home, and I did that. Then I came back up here to do the show. Not to brag. I just barbecue bragged, Johnny. Nice. Um, well, I'm going to be grilling really afterwards. I'm going to be doing really... burgers and hot dogs after we get done. So yeah, yeah, it's grilling. I grilled. I didn't barbecue. Bar- when you yeah. say barbecue up north, it just means grilling. But when yeah, you say yeah. it here, it has a whole other meaning. Oh yeah. Uh, help me decide. Better Vandermeer. Like all right. So here, here we go. Let's let's play okay. the game that's uh, swept the nation. It's no longer sweeping. It's swept the nation, and it's going to yeah. make its way back. But it's called more likely to happen. So yeah. more likely to happen. All right. This is not quite a more likely. It's more like a who's better. But I'm going to do it anyway. Better podcast theme for me. And I did both of these, but I think I went overboard with one. Here's the first one. All right, so that's my podcast theme. Yeah, pretty yeah. much what I've been using. Yeah. But what about this one? I kind of like that one. You like that one? I kind of like that one. I mean, that is All you, right. correct? Yeah, that's all me. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's not that great. You know, not like that well produced. One. But, uh, you know, when you talk over it, you don't notice that it's not that well produced. So 
Uh, you like the second one better? I like the second one, yeah. All right, I'm sticking with that one. By the way, okay. Rich Lord, like we said last night on the Vandermeer's View podcast. Okay, let's get to uh, some sportsy things with uh, more likely to happen. More likely to happen. More likely to be the NFL MVP this year. Either one of these three, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, or Deshaun Watson, or the field. Or the field, Johnny. The rest of the guys versus those three. More likely to be the MVP. Okay, I'm going to take the field just in here's Whoa. why. Okay. Yeah. Here's why. Okay. Lamar won it in 19. Nobody saw that coming. Patrick Mahomes won it in 18. Nobody saw that coming. You typically, I guess, the MVP has been somebody we're not totally expecting. Really? Uh, yeah. Even when Brady's won it, there have been years uh, like he won it in 2010, if I remember correctly. And OB was the OC. He threw like 40 touchdowns, I think, and had two interceptions. And he was coming off a not a great 2009. Remember that 2009? Because in 2008, he hurts the ACL, tears the ACL. He comes back in 09. That's when they get drilled by the Ravens in the wild card playoff game. But turns around the next year, he had they draft Gronk and they draft Aaron Hernandez, and all of a sudden that offense goes crazy, and he throws something like forty touchdowns and two interceptions. Just has an amazing year. I, I believe he won the MVP that year. Nobody expected Brady to to kind of pop back up and win an MVP. He didn't really have a ton around him, but then these two rookie tight ends come in. You're like, oh man, these guys are pretty pretty darn good. Next year they go to the Super Bowl, all of them together. So. The, the MVP has not always been somebody we're expecting it to be. So I, as much as I would love to see D4 win it, I think it's going to be somebody we're not totally expecting. And by saying the field, that still gives me Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson as backups yeah. um, to those three. I would, you know, those two will be in the mix. Drew Brees, it gives me Drew if the Saints catch fire. And also still gives me Brady if Brady goes to Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay gets to 10-11 wins. If Tampa Bay gets to 10-11 wins and Brady's had a relatively decent season, he's going to be in the mix oh, for MVP consideration. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he won it as recently as 2017. Yeah. It's a hard thing to win. You know, you'd think Brady and Manning were winning it every year. Well, Manning's got, what, four, five of them, mm-hmm. four and a half, because he split one with Steve McNair, but you still count that as an MVP. Uh, yeah. But Brady has, what, three? That's it for Tom Brady, really? Yeah, I you think know? he's got more Super Bowl MVPs, I believe. Yeah, I mean, Rodgers has, what, two? I'm looking at the list mm-hmm. here, trying to count them quickly. So, yeah, it's a tough thing to win. So, all right, I'll go with you on that. I mean, I, I, I'll take one of those three, but I can see why you went in that direction. Okay, let's get to the next one here. More likely to happen. All right, so Major League Baseball starting tonight officially now, and uh, Fauci bounced the first pitch, apparently. <laughs> he 50 cented that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just, have you ever seen Fifty Cent's first pitch from oh, the Mets game? Is that uh, the worst one? Wait, what's the worst one we've yeah, seen? Yeah, it's pretty bad. There's some it, bad ones. All Fifty right, so Cent's was pretty bad. I did this once at the University of Miami when I left the Hurricanes to come to Texas. Right, uh-huh. they were in baseball season. They said, "Can you throw out the first pitch at Mark Light Stadium tonight?" And I was thrilled to do it. Uh, Mark Light Stadium, by the way, home of the most outstanding milkshakes ever. I'm serious. There's a Twitter wow. account. There's a Twitter wow. account called Mark Light Shake. I'm not kidding. They make <laughs> they make outstanding shakes, and they have their own Twitter account. Anyway, uh, I threw out the first pitch, but I, I made sure I went in the back and just tossed at least one. 
yeah. uh, behind the stadium just to like get a little loose. Yeah, and you I can't was just little, go out there not. You you can't just go out there cold. You no can't way. go out there cold. And you I was a little it. low. I was a little low, but I got it over the plate. Now, um, or maybe it was a little outside, but so what? I got it to the catcher without a hop. And when you stand on that mound, nothing can really get you ready for that if you haven't done that before. No. It's just a weird feel. And, you know, fans are everywhere, and you're like, eh, here we go. Uh, the, be- the best thing you can do is just try to go high. Air on the high side. <laughs> it, that's what I'll do if I ever get an opportunity to do that again. Anyway, uh, this is the next more likely to happen. With baseball starting tonight, I want to word this carefully. More likely to have the most valid champion of this weird COVID season, MLB, NBA, or NFL? Now, before you answer, I understand that the NBA has been abbreviated at the end and they're in a bubble. MLB is totally abbreviated, and the NFL is still going to play a 16-game season. That's the goal. And, look, everything's subject to change because we don't know what's going to happen. Our whole world has been uh, turned upside down here. But, you know, maybe I should just – put it between Major League Baseball and the NBA. I think the answer is pretty obvious. It's the NFL, but maybe it's not to you. So what do you think about how the champion this year in each of those sports will be appreciated, remembered, how they will be accounted for? I think the NFL, in, I mean, obviously it remains to be seen what happens with a full season. If somehow it gets the season is not fully played, then, then obviously there will be a sort of, uh, fan assessed discount on that particular championship. I I do think that the I think Major League Baseball probably will have I think the bigger discount. The NBA did have I don't know how much this season they played seventy five percent maybe eighty percent of the season they played. I would imagine something of something of that magnitude, yeah, like 13 left or something like that. Right. So they played a majority of the season and they had this big break. And then obviously they're, you know, they're going to, uh, you know, do this thing down in the bubble. So I, I, my gut tells me because of the format of the NBA, even though they're going to be as close to a full season as possible, I think the NBA will be discounted by fans. Oh, cause you were in that, that old bubble thing. At least in Major League Baseball, for the most part, most teams are playing in their home ballparks. It's gonna look what we're. It's gonna look like what we're used to seeing. So I think the NBA there'll probably be a there'll probably be more of a discount on that. Major League Baseball there will be. Well, it was only a sixty game season, but you're gonna have extended uh, expanded playoffs. So you're gonna have to win a couple of playoff series. Uh, to get to the World Series and obviously win the World Series, so I think I think NBA just because of the format of being in the bubble, I think that'll because that'll look different and unique to people. I think people will kind of discount that more than they will Major League Baseball, even though Major League Baseball is only playing what sixty games, you know, forty percent roughly, and a little less than forty percent uh, of a full season. I think the NFL plays as is. I I don't. I, Depending on how the season goes, obviously. But I think with the NFL, I think I would almost give more credit to a team for making it all the way through a COVID-19 adult season, if that makes sense. Well, that's the You guys won the championship during COVID-19? Yeah. I'll stand on on the table and clap for you because we know what it's taken 
just in our building just to get it to a point where players can walk in the building. You go yep. win a championship through that, I'm going to give you a huge tip of the cap. But here, here's the thing. I think the answer to this question, who's got the most valid champion this COVID-strained season, MLB, NBA, NFL, I think it's the team that wins that faces the competition that was least affected by COVID. You understand what I'm saying there? Yeah, I know exactly so what you're saying. Yeah. If, if you beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl, but Garoppolo doesn't play right. uh, and Bosa doesn't play because they test positive, yeah, that's that, yeah, that not, makes sense. That's not going to be looked upon as highly as uh, somebody who goes all the way through and they're facing like somebody wins the NBA title and they beat LeBron in the full house Lakers in the bubble. Yeah. You know, um, look, we we sometimes. OK, but let me ask you a question. Okay, let me ask ahead. you a question, though. You remember the 1998 Tennessee Volunteers, right? You yeah. remember them? Won a championship. Yeah, didn't face Chris Winkie. Yeah, didn't face Chris Winkie. I mean, it's it's not something that's brought up. I mean, when most right. people talk about the 98 Tennessee season, unfortunately, they bring up yeah. our pal Clint because um, that was the most memorable game. And that was a team that should have beaten Tennessee. But nobody brings up the fact that they had to face the Red Rooster, Marcus Outson, in the championship game and not Chris Winkie. So yeah. if I, I could see your point. Yeah, there'll be some people that – let's say we're the Texans and the Texans were to do that. Oh, locally, it will, it'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I'm talking nationally. Oh, they yeah. could have never won a Super Bowl if they had to face a full. It, it, yeah. Nationally, there has been eh, for different reasons. Um, one in particular that national uh, national analysts don't want to give the Texans much credit for anything. Uh, for that for that reason, I think it would be discounted in some people's eyes if the the situation you bring up happens. But you know what? When that ring goes on a finger, it won't matter. It won't, won't matter. matter whether Garoppolo played or C.J. Beathard had to take over for the Niners. It yeah. wouldn't matter if uh, you know Tom Brady, you know, can't get on the field for the Buccaneers, and you got to beat them in a championship. It would be a ring. Okay. All right, we got one more for you here. Okay. More likely to happen. All right, more likely to be the number one and number two receivers for the Texans: Cooks and Cobb, Fuller and Cobb, or the field. Cooks and Cobb. Fuller and Cobb are the field. Oh. I firmly have Cobb entrenched as the number two receiver yes. on this team this year. I just see him catching a lot of balls, Ooh. but I can see one of the other guys, like whoever is, you know, full. if Fuller stays healthy, he's going to catch a ton of footballs. We all know this, but it's a big if because he hasn't been able to do it, right? So we'd yeah. love to see it and just put this whole thing to rest and let Cooks be a compliment and go nuts on the other side and force the defense to just tear their hair out. How are you going to cover those guys? You got Cobb coming underneath. You got whatever you have at tight end. You got the backs running wild. It's going to be awesome. But last year, Hopkins had 104 catches, led the team. Fuller was second with 49. That is Duke Johnson with 44. There's a tremendous drop-off last year. We all know it's going to be more even. The top receiver probably has 85. Well, that'd be nice if Fuller has 85 catches. You're probably torching people <laughs> 85 catches case. for like nineteen thousand yards <laughs> i mean come on let's what <laughs> oh my gosh sign me up for that anyway go on you're you're when you ask me these questions sometimes i try and figure out okay what's the underlying question here and the underlying question is who do i think will stay healthy for a, a full 16 yeah. game schedule will fuller or brandy cooks and that's kind of where that's that's going, but I think I I was a big I was a big Will Fuller fan coming out of Notre Dame. I was 
so happy when he came to the Texans. I have seen that guy turn himself into what should be a number one wide receiver in this league. Yep. He's got every asset that you want. His hands have improved. His route running is damn near pristine. He's got the the acceleration to go by. I mean, just to watch him on the field and see how he just so smoothly goes by guys. And it's just a question of which guy stays healthy. I think Will finally does it. I think this is the year where Will stays healthy, if not for 16 games, at least for 14 games. Maybe there's a game that he misses at the end because the Texans have clinched it and he can miss that game. But I think this is the season where Will plays 14 to 16 games. And I think it's the year where he has that, uh, people might say, you know, breakout sort of year. So I'm going to say it's Fuller and Cobb, although I do think that Brandon's going to stay healthy too. So I think you're going to have, uh, you know, a pretty healthy combination with those three. Do I think all three of them stay healthy all year long? I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive to think that they can, but I do think for Will this year, I think this is the year he's going to stay healthy and not because it's a contract or anything like that. I think for Will, the breaks have, you know, when he, some of the issue that he was having last year, I am convinced my opinion, nobody else's, I'm convinced some of that had to do with the fact that his knee was not it, – it was it was good enough to go, but I don't think he was 100% with it. And I think yeah. because he wasn't 100% with it, I think that was impacting um, you know, some of the other things. And I think now two years removed from the knee injury, had an offseason to get himself uh, healthy, work on hamstring strength, work on those sort of things. You know, 2018, he was pretty much – he was on kind of on track. He had a little bit of hand issue – uh, in Indianapolis, but he bounced back from that and really was kind of taken off when he got hurt in that Miami game by a, but really a freak injury because he had smoked by a guy and a guy just yanked him down. So I'm going with the fact that Will stays fully healthy and he will be the number one guy. So I guess I'm going Fuller and Cobb. Okay, next up, Washington does not have a name for its team, but there was a name announced today in another sport that I freaking love. Oh, so we'll go yes. over that. We'll go over that and my Roadhouse stuff and anything else that's happening in the National Football League today as we get ready for camp here on Texans Radio. For the most in-depth coverage of your favorite team and players, check out HoustonTexans.com. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that, and each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. 
Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Texans play the Chiefs in exactly 50 days. Revenge of last year's embarrassing playoff exit is in sight. And taking down the Super Bowl champs on their home turf is the focus. Beat the Chiefs. Houston's sports leader. Sports Radio 610. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Blue Ribbon, it's a Texas tradition. Since 1946, Blue Ribbon has proudly served Texan families natural smoked bacon and natural casing sausages made from premium ingredients seasoned for Texas tastes. It's the preferred sausage and bacon of the Houston Texans. It's a Texas tradition. It's a trillion-dollar economy, and you're right in the heart of it. It's an incubator of innovation, with industries reaching from underground to outer space. It's Houston, and it's fueled by GE. Over 5,000 Houston companies work with GE and leverage knowledge across the company. Engineers, lean manufacturing experts, logistic managers, and more. GE is a leader in dozens of industries around the globe. So whatever your company needs, chances are we have someone with the right expertise and we're happy to share. GE, imagination at work. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well... Tea. Red Diamond. We're perfect at tea. This is a story about doers. It's also about Houston, teamwork, and... Hunt, hunt, hunt. Yeah, I think they heard you the first time. When you're committed to doing good in the community, it helps to have good teammates. So Chevron partnered with the Houston Texans to do good in Houston. Volunteering thousands of hours, working with nonprofits, and helping to make a difference for Houston's youth. These teams bring their A-game on and off the field. Chevron. Proud to be the official volunteerism partner of the Houston Texans. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. 
This is Deshaun Watson. The bomb from Deshaun Watson. And you're listening to Texas Radio. My goodness. Johnny Tyson and Roy Jones are going to fight. Yes. Interested? Just, yeah, very. Very. I, I don't know I, why. I mean, it's two 50-year-old guys. That it are, doesn't matter. It's Tyson and Roy Jones. It's going to be – look, I don't know if it's going to be great. By the way, it's on pay-per-view and some streaming service called Triller that I'm not uh, overly familiar with. I, I should be. I think it's. I think Tyson's – I could be wrong about this, but I thought I read today that that's Tyson's uh, production company or, or, or something oh. related to Tyson. I could be okay. wrong with that about that. Okay. But I, 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 uh, I saw something that said it's kind of a legend, like a legend series. And I'm like, ooh, I what's wouldn't, next? I would, I would be down for that. I, yeah. I don't. I mean, boxing is one of those sports, Mark, that I, I loved. Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up in the '80s when Sugar Ray and Tommy Hearns and Marvelous Marvin Hagler were round robin fighting, and then you throw Roberto Duran in there. Mm-hmm. I loved those fights, and of course, when I was in high school, Tyson was Tyson was. It. I mean, he. Yep. You watch. You didn't miss a second of his fights. I mean, it lasted 15 minutes, if that. You didn't miss a second of his fights. I loved boxing, and then just over the years, I just, I don't know. I, I just fell out of love with it, and haven't seen, you know, a good fight from beginning to end. And I don't know well, how long. I will watch remember, this fight. Tyson Roy Jones. I will watch it. You remember people saying when UFC was really starting to take off, UFC is going to replace uh, boxing someday, and Yep, it pretty much – I mean, it has, really. Yeah. UFC is everywhere, yep. and it's not like you get these explosions that you used to get, like Hagler and Sugar Ray Leonard yeah. or, you know, Lennox Lewis and whatever, you know, as late as that. But yeah. um, but you do have this steady flow. And in boxing, I know it's on, but it's, it's not the same. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. All right, so the Washington football team. Johnny, I could imagine doing games for them. And by the way, I reached out to um, – it's Julie, gosh, I forgot Donaldson. her last name. But Julie Donaldson. Donaldson. She's running yeah. the radio crew, but she's not going to do play-by-play. I reached out she's to her not. just to say congrats and everything. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. She's just overseeing the team, and she's going to be on the broadcast. So that's cool. I got you. I got you. Um, but uh, good for her. Anyway, I would I would probably, you know, touchdown Washington football team. You know, like <laughs> if you say it right, it's yeah. going to take off. But I just think it's it's too bad they couldn't come up with something. But what did I say on this show that if whatever you pick, you better have made sure that this thing has staying power, that this yeah. thing's going to stay good for a long, long time and no one's going to be offended or whatever right, else. Right. You know, I could see going to Red Tails, but is that going to be all right at some point? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I assume so, but who knows? So um, I, I think they, they played it safe, of course, because this all happened so fast. I love the helmets with the number. I mean, that looks kind of yeah. cool. You know? I saw somebody tweet today, um, a guy that I've known for a while. He's from Jacksonville, but he went to University of Alabama. He does a lot of stuff. Uh, his radio station or his radio show in Tuscaloosa. He's like, "Well, heck, the the, the Washington defense is nothing but Alabama players. So yeah, just put a numeral on the helmet. They're used to that. <laughs> why why, like, why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? Why not? Now, what about what about this? Now, I had no idea, <laughs> and this just shows you something. Like me, I had no idea the NHL was actually expanding again. Uh, but they did it to Seattle, and the team mm-hmm. announced its name, and it's the Kraken. I love the it. The Kraken, like the monster in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a yes. legendary sea monster, 
and really based on, I did some reading, based on giant squid sightings off the Scandinavian coasts uh, where you had, like, apparently there are these squids that are, like, 40 feet long. Oh, my gosh, I'm never going swimming off the Scandinavian uh, coasts. You forget that. Yeah, but the Kraken and the logo is so good. Like, I want Kraken gear. What do you think? Yeah, they they showed at some point I saw this on social media. They showed the, the what the jerseys are going to look like. I yep. was like, whoa, those those are nice. I love the logo, the S, and then you can see kind of the tail oh, yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. It, it's perfect. I mean, there's some Good. people saying it's awful. I, I don't – it's probably 90-10 the other way. 90% saying, like you and I, it's fantastic. It's I like it. It's fantastic. I love it. It's unique. It's different. Um, I mean, I feel like Seattle going into the NHL, having something that's, you know, it's not the, the you know, Seawolves or anything. It's the crack. And I remember Greg Hardy when he was with the Carolina Panthers. And he had a year, and I'm trying to remember what year it was. It was like 14 or 15 before he went completely off the deep end, who, by the way, is now in UFC. They would, the, his sort of mantra was unleash the Kraken. And that Ooh. was kind of his, like, I'm going to unleash the Kraken. That was like his kind of calling card. And that's not just nickname, but kind of this calling card. was. Un- and I used to love it. I was like, hmm, that's pretty interesting. So when I saw it today for Seattle, I was like, I, I like this. And I'm glad that Seattle's getting back an NHL team. And I hope in due time Seattle gets back an NBA team. Yeah, I think they will eventually. They will eventually, but we got to have the economy turn around and maybe yep. that city turn around too and, and all the rest of it. Okay, uh, quick question. Roadhouse, good movie, bad movie, or good, bad movie? Uh, you want me to uh, fess up something, and I'm not very proud of this? I am going to vomit. You have not seen Roadhouse tonight. I know. I know. Right, I know. It's, it's my homework. That. It's my right, homework here's the assignment. Thing. It's Roadhouse is good, but it goes mm-hmm. off the rails. It's a good, bad movie. It's really, uh, it's just very watchable. It's fun. Anyway, that's it for the show tonight. Tomorrow we'll be back. We'll talk more about what's coming with the Texans. Thank you, Joanna, for producing. Thanks to the general. Have a great night, and go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. What makes Ford F-Series the best in Texas? Just listen to the folks who drive them. Ford is by far ahead of any other competitor out there. The technology that they put in the trucks, it's incredible. I love it as a family vehicle. I love the size and the space for my daughter. If you want reliable, dependable, and a good-looking truck, Ford's the way to go. I want to drive the leader. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks and the best in Texas. Ford is the best in Texas. As the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans, Houston Eye Associates knows that vision is everything, especially in football. Houston Eye is here to help Texans see better and keep their eyes on the prize. Houston Eye Associates has 28 Houston area locations with specialists in LASIK, cataracts, glaucoma, retina, cornea, oculoplastics, pediatrics, uveitis, and more. Come and see us today. Houston Eye Associates, the preferred eye care provider of the Houston Texans.
Will the LSU Tigers be just as dominant in 2020? Can they replace key players lost to the NFL draft and field another undefeated national championship caliber squad? Only one way to find out. Witness the 2020 LSU Tigers right here in Houston as they head to NRG Stadium Saturday, September 19th to take on the hometown Rice Owls. Head to RiceLSU2020.com to join the wait list and be notified as soon as tickets go on sale or to get info on how you can experience Rice versus LSU from a luxury suite this fall. Red Diamond knows perfect, not easy. Our karaoke skills, at least we have our day jobs. Our family photo, take number 82. Even our radio commercial has the occasional glitch. So we'll stick to what we have perfected, our Red Diamond tea. No shortcuts, no concentrates. Perfectly crafted from actual tea leaves and water. After all, at Red Diamond, we think tea should taste like, well, tea. Red Diamond, we're perfect at tea. For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. More Texans Radio is on the way. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award. Presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. Another hot day in Houston as this game gets underway. Here's the kickoff, caught by Dykin. They're really stepping it up for Houston, Jim. Like all that financial assistance they gave for Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. Yeah, Steve, they gained a lot of yardage on that one. Here's the snap. Oh, and look at that donation to Habitat for Humanity. Did you see all those AC units they provided for low-income housing? These guys would be on fire if they weren't so cool. Dykin is definitely Houston's biggest fan. They're taking this Houston team right into the comfort zone. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today, and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT. Because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life. 
not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. Last year, Texans players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com community. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.